Uh-oh, warning! This episode could get a little bumpy as home truths could come and touch a nerve or two. This could inspire big shifts in your mind and life, so don't listen if you want to keep your life a little beige and remain in your prison. Oh, I meant comfort zone. Hi, I'm Paul Shepard, your Mindset Coach, and welcome to the Mindset Change Podcast, where you can be inspired and learn how to transform your mindset so you can create a life you truly want to live. Today's episode is all about rebellion and what you could start refusing to do today to take your life back. Now, this is one powerful episode you really don't want to miss. If you have not subscribed already, please do. And if you leave a review, take a snapshot and DM it to me through the links in the show notes. You could win three coaching sessions with me on any issue you would like help with. Maybe something from today's episode. Who knows? Now, anyone who knows me will know that I love a little rebellion. You know, kicking back at some things in life that try and make us conform but add stress and anxiety and try to suppress us into living a life we can really struggle with and even hate. Now, I wish I had known of some of these when I was struggling with anxiety. As combined with the holistic approach that I believe saved me, I would have healed much faster. Which is why I love sharing these insights now, because they could help someone with their healing. But in order to live the life we do want to live, we have to have boundaries. And that means saying yes to certain things. And more importantly, we have to say no. Warren Buffett says the difference between successful people and really successful people is that successful people say no to almost everything. I wonder what you make of that. Now, how to use this episode? Well, I would choose one of the rebellions, something to refuse that I mentioned today. And make it your intention to make it your boundary for the day and get a feel of what changes for you and around you, refusing to do the one that you pick. Write it down, have it to hand, repeat it in your mind and out loud. Affirm your intention and action that you are no longer going to do whatever one you pick. Now, this is a very important part. We're going to use some behavior science inspired by BJ Fogg's Tiny Habits book. So every time you catch yourself refusing to overstep your boundary, you must give yourself an inner high five, cheer, sing a song of victory, like the Rocky theme tune or I am the champion. I'm not going to sing at you because I want you to carry on listening to this episode. So why is this vital? Well, it boosts your dopamine and neurochemistry, which tells the brain you're on the right path. So it will seek out more attempted boundary crossings to wake you up and for you to catch. I love this tiny habit and it can make all the difference in making things you want to stick, really stick. So for example, I'm all about my future self. So when I catch myself refusing to cross a boundary, I'm like, yes, this is what my future self does. Yes, we've got it. Sounds a bit cheesy for some, I am sure. But more importantly, I am boosting my neurochemistry, boosting that dopamine to catch more of them in the future. Becomes a much easier way to make habits stick. So please do remember that. Now, I'll be honest with you. When I wrote this podcast, I wrote about 20 boundaries plus easily. Now, rest assured, 
I am not going to put all of them here in this episode. It would take far too long. So I'm going to focus on the top five that I think would be the most important for you to know. If you really would like me to cover the rest in different episodes, just let me know via direct messaging or via the comment section or with a lovely review. So let's begin. One of the biggest sources of your misery is going to be the power of your imagination. So refuse, absolutely refuse to worry about negative futures that don't exist. Negative scenarios that are complete and utter fantasies. These are nothing but imaginary false alarms trying to protect you from a future which isn't real. When a negative thought pops into your mind, take a nice big deep breath, flick it away and say, nope, 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 uh-uh, I'm not doing this today. This is a false alarm. I am safe. And yes, there's the cheer. Then take your attention to the present moment and to what is more important for you to focus on in this moment. After all, the present moment is the most important moment that we have. And number two, it's going to be life-changing. There's no getting round it, but it could touch a few nerves or two. Now, I know from people listening to the episode Change This Toxic Mindset Now, how powerful this information actually is. Are you ready? Refuse. Absolutely refuse and rebel against living in victim mode. You are not a victim. Actually, I want you to say this to yourself now. I am not a victim. This means there is no more blame, no more excuses, no more waiting for bad things to happen to you, no more over-explaining, no more unnecessary apologies, no more trying to escape life into your screens, no more numbing your pain with food, drugs, drink, porn, gambling or whatever your chosen self-medication is. If you're waiting for life circumstances to change to save you or someone to come and swoop you off your feet, then stop that type of thinking right now. The only people that need saving are victims and you are not what? That's right, you're not a victim. Say to yourself, I am friggin' powerful. Remind yourself of that. What we say to ourselves really does matter. Narrative is everything. So it's time to take your life back. Take back control. Your fears are illusions, fantasies, and false alarms trying to protect you. Remember, you don't need protecting. You are strong you are resilient and you're more adaptable than you could ever imagine. Trauma sucks. Yes, bad things can happen to us, but we have to change our narratives. Heal the past and let it go. You have to train your mind to see the truth or you will continue to live reacting to the lies of the mind. We all need brain training. Otherwise, we just simply risk living in primal mode. This creates a lack of integrity where deep down we know the lies we're telling ourselves are not true and this creates conflict within and adds to stress and anxiety. Set yourself free and choose today to no longer be the victim. 
As Steve Maraboli said, those with a perpetual victim mindset tend to create the situations from which they suffer. Yikes, we are so good at creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're going to create one, do it from an empowered mindset instead. And number three, what can I say about this one other than this is a more recent insight. And when I realized it, I had what I now call my own personal Satori moment. Satori is a Japanese word for a moment of awakening and enlightenment. Well, that sounds very heavy, but I can't tell you what it felt like to have this new perspective fully embed itself into my reality. It was such a head rush and I felt so empowered that I spent quite a lot of time exploring it to see, could I possibly have this right? Maybe you have something to add to this. Maybe you'd like to challenge it, who knows? But I do know that this is quite a controversial one and it's not definitely for everyone. I'm sure some would say it comes from a place of privilege. But what if you refused to resist the present moment? Is that it? Well, not exactly. But what if you knew or accepted that you are always in the right place at the right time, no matter the circumstances. Here's a fact, and it is a fact. When you are experiencing something, you can't be anywhere else. Right now, you can't be anywhere else other than where you are in the world listening to this. I can't be anywhere else. So, and by the way, this isn't a fate thing. This is not what I'm suggesting. I'm saying that things haven't happened any differently for whatever reason, because they couldn't. Now, wherever we are, whatever we're experiencing, we could fight that or accept it and choose to be the empowered creator of what we want to do next in this present moment. I get to choose a direction to take right now. I can't do that in my past or in my future. They don't exist yet. So in case you're scratching your head, which is understandable, I always believe I'm in the right place, in the right time, in the right situation. I have the ability by waking up out of any autopilot trance and choosing a new direction in the here and now. That's the power I have. Resisting the present moment and saying that I wished I was different, the situation I was in was different, people were different, the economy was different, the government was different. It's quite easy though, isn't it? Oops, um, okay, the world and its situations were different. It just triggers a survival response as we either have very little influence or none at all as we're powerless. Trying to control what is outside of your control just creates a fight and will just make you feel anxious and stressed. And yet, I know, we can all give it a good old go, but there isn't ever a winner there. Acceptance is powerful. And we can let go of trying to control the uncontrollable and put our energy in what we can control and that often is the perception of the situation we are facing so that we can take a different action 
where it will be needed. For example, I was recently in a long airport queue that stretched on for what felt like forever. Now, it was very easy to feel anxious and to create a sense of resistance to what was happening in that queue, but it was outside of my control. So what I chose to do was to take a few nice big deep breaths, bring my attention to the present moment and stop resisting through expectations of what I felt that queue should be doing instead. I choose to have power. So in that moment, I remind myself this is as it is and what I can do is decide how to make the most out of the situation and not fight it. Be present, enjoy the peace. I can choose to study something. I can strike up a conversation. It's my choice. The problem isn't the cue. The problem will always be my perception of it. I am not a victim to any circumstance. I refuse to do it. And this has given me so much peace, I can't tell you. Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese Buddhist monk who recently passed away, says the present moment is the only moment available to use and it's the door to all moments. I wonder what would happen for you if you stopped resisting the present moment. And here's number four. One of the biggest mistakes we can all make, which comes to bite us hard, is the idea we have enough time in the world to put off really living life until another day. I had a great reminder when I was interviewing Marina recently in the episode, If Not Now When, who talked about her friend who sadly became terminally ill. You see, her friend thought that she had so much more time. This was a big wake-up call for Marina and it inspired her to write a book and live life to the full. Now, we can all live life to the full each day. That is going to be absolutely exhausting. So let's get realistic. But we can begin to live life a little more fully each day, waking up out of the trance, out of autopilot, and to choose how we want to live instead of being passengers in a car or falling asleep at the wheel. If we're doing those, we're not getting to choose our destination. And who doesn't want to choose where they're going to go in life? So I was looking for a very deep philosophical quote on living life now. I wonder if you know who this was. It's my life. It's now or never. But I ain't going to live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. It's my life. It's my life. My heart is like an open highway. Like Frankie said, I did it my way. I just want to live while I'm alive. It's my life. <laughs> I love that song. If you have an anthem like this from Bon Jovi, which empowers you to wake up and value your life, then play it. I have a playlist full of songs which boost my mood when I get back from the gym and I listen to it in the shower make your own listen to mine i'll put a link in the show notes and still the ones which resonate with you just don't judge me too much on some of my song choices we did not evolve for our lives to revolve around mass consumption of entertainment in a trance while life passes us by 
I think that is a big source of our anxiety and stress because we're not living with passion and with purpose. As John Stott said, apathy is the acceptance of the unacceptable. Refuse to do it. Wake up and choose life. Hang on. Is that another lyric from a song? Oh, yes, wham. Anyway, you get the picture. Refuse to live a life that's become a little beige. Have you become boring? Choose instead to wake up and take your life back. And lastly, this is very important. Refuse, rebel, never, ever compare yourself with someone else. You can't do it fairly. All you're likely to do is magnify their good points and minimize yours. And you will magnify your bad points instead. That's one of the quickest ways to lower your self-esteem. And yet, we all have done it or will continue to do it to some degree. But we can refuse. We can rebel and remind ourselves that doing it isn't going to help us. It's not honest. And I think that lack of integrity when we do it, again, adds more conflict within us. Because deep down, we know it can't be true. We know it's unfair. The only person you can compare yourself with is guess who? You got it. You. You can use your past to get a sense of how you're progressing, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and keep encouraging yourself to develop, to grow, to flourish. But if you look around at other people and think, why don't I look like that? Why don't I act like that? Why don't I have what they have? You're saying there's something wrong with you. You're resisting life. Don't do that to yourself. You are always so much more than you think you are. You're an incredible human being. And it's time to take advantage of your unique talents. Yes, you have them. And if you're not sure about those, have coaching. Find out what they are. Discover more about yourself. That's why I like journaling. That's why I like personal development work. Because through that, I've got to know myself more than I ever would have. Just trying to think about it by myself. Just imagine what your life would be like if you were no longer comparing yourself unfairly with other people. That the only person that you were interested in comparing yourself with was you. And measuring your progress. Because, by the way, confidence comes from measuring our own progress. It doesn't come from comparing with other people. And there you go. I hope you've got a lot from this actual episode. I've enjoyed this one. I really like the refusal to do various things. Reminds me of, and I won't say their name, a client who took one of the refusing aspects of our work together and was using the I am not a victim in her workplace and said it was amazing how differently she began to think and feel and behave no matter what circumstances appeared whilst at work. She was not a victim. And she was so happy and proud that she had taken that stance because it gave her power. Now, I might have a little secret, something that I am creating for you 
working hard behind the scenes whilst holding down a coaching job. It's a lot going on, but I think you're really going to love something that I'm building and that will be coming. I think it's July. There's going to be a launch date. So keep an eye out for that. I'll look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Please have an amazing day.